Your sons will burn like fire. Your sons will bear your name. Your sons are rising up. Your sons will take their place. Your sons will burn like fire. Your sons will bear your name. everybody. It's good to see you all. Hi there, John. I see John and I see, um, I saw Mick earlier. Hi, Maxine. It's great to see you all. Yay. Gil and Adina are at um, an immersion retreat. They are in Gulf Shores, Alabama. And I just wanted to let you know before we get started that there's some more immersion retreats that are coming up. They're really an enjoyable experience to just hang out and get to know other people in our community and talk about things of the kingdom and grow together. It's really an awesome time. I, 
highly recommend them. So we have um, another immersion retreat that's coming up in somewhere around late May, early June, and that will be in Washington. And there's another one that's coming up in early October, and that will be in Greensville, South Carolina. And if you'd like to find out about more events that are coming up, you can go to kingdomtalksmedia.com events and, um, and find something that is of interest to you and fits in with your schedule. That'd be awesome. You can also sign up uh, on their further newsletter. Um, you go to kingdomtalksmedia.com and you go to the easy tab and click on that to get to the newsletter option. So I wanted to give you some of those things. Um, today we have, um, for leading us in worship, we have Alan and um, Mary Ann, who play the violins for us, and Tom the keyboard. And uh, we're looking forward to what God is going to bring through all of us, sharing the revelations that we've had today. So let's begin. So Lord, I, I want to open us up. <laughs> We thank you that we can come together as one in you and that you live in each of us. We thank you, Lord, for your word to us that across the globe we, can, we know what you're saying, Lord God. We, we can connect with somebody who's on the other side of the world and, and who's listening to your voice and we can hear what you're saying. We so love and appreciate the way you communicate with all of us, Lord. And today we do invite the seven spirits of God, our tutors and governors, uh, to come and join us. And the living letters, we invite the living letters to join us today. And the heavenly host, um, we just love and appreciate you all. And especially Abba, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, thank you. We want to know what's on your heart today, beginning with our time of ascension and worship, and also as we discuss things of your kingdom. Thank you. So as always, go ahead and share when you get some. first thing I'm seeing is just God, Almighty God, Father God's eyes, just looking down these huge pools of love, just looking down on this meeting and all the people and just releasing his frequency of great love. <laughs> it's like he wants us to just to consume us in this pool of his love.
almost like a, like he's rocking us in love. And we're all flowing with that same rhythm of his rocking. This love, this pool of love, I'm seeing it like actually penetrate ourselves, the walls of ourselves. It is a change agent. That's what I'm hearing. This is a change agent for today. also see him um, turning us all as one so that we can see things from a different perspective through his lens of love. And that, that includes seeing each other. seeing is the optic um, the optic nerves you know when we look at things the light comes into our eyes the object is upside down and then it is switched through the optums of our eyes what I'm seeing is father is turning what is upside down within us right side up to match his perspective
If anyone has the ability to watch Facebook or YouTube for the chats, I'd greatly appreciate your help to share what you feel you're seeing them sharing. I'm just seeing Jesus' face. It's like he's holding our face to his face. And it's like, we're just, he's like the mirror of love. It's just, we're so close. It's like face in face, breath in breath. It's just really sweet. Beautiful. I see us on the dance floor and there's there's just a beautiful presence about it it's there there's this heavy weight of God's glory but but at the same time there's this wonderful levity and I I just feel like like he is like we can see the galaxies from here like like we can see deep into space but it, but at the same time we're just here dancing with him it's, it's this, yeah, this beautiful heavy weight of, of his glory and presence around us. But, but at the same time, this, this wonderful openness, this, this freedom and this, this energetic, um, the, this energetic activity that is, it's like we're clear, like we're, um, we're, we're crystal clear and, and able to just see deep into, um, kind of the the reality of things or deep into these dimensions that that he's showing us right now it's so beautiful and as you were speaking that nolan i could see the the depth of of his eye and our eye in the image of his and there was such like you said it was crystal clear there was no fogginess in the vision there was just clear accuracy um as you said that i kind of saw god looking into our eye and it was like a diamond with different facets and um i got this sense of him saying all of you have a different facet that you see but you're all seeing me different facets of a diamond.
I just saw him pouring, Father pouring his love into us, and it was like gold and diamonds, and and it's like we're all shining around him with the same light and love, golden love and diamond brightness, like explosions of love. And it's like, we look just like him. <laughs> it's so beautiful. I sense that the Lord is opening up details that are in the pool, almost like having landscape in the pool of love. And I, I see the explosions that you were talking about that they're like fireworks that go off in different areas of the landscape. And sometimes they're going off um, in different areas at the same time, like, like, in a, like in a symphony across the land, which is really the pool of love.
I see others that do not know the Lord yet, and they're rising up in the midst of the landscape around to where, where each of us are. And the frequency of his love that we've been bathing in is emanating out and it's passing through them. And we're all immersed in his love. Abba longs for our heartbeat to match his rhythm. The frequencies that are being released through his love, he wants to bring our heart and his heart into complete synchronization, to live in his love as he loves us. Amen. I uh, sense the caresses of God. It's a dance of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And I can sense this calling, the spirit of harmony. It's calling, it's making a sound. And I can discern this, this beautiful voice and invitation. And it says, come, 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 beloved, come. The spirit of harmony is calling out all over the nations, all over the world, to come and join the dance and the and the floor and the and the and the dance floor and the dance dimension of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit for a harmony. This feeling of of this preparation on our heart that we all one. We all one, we all move on him. We all exist in him and his love. And I can sense the, 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 the colors, it's like a rivers, like moving different colors. Um, I can sense the, uh, the, the, the song, the, the sounds of the, 
the music instruments or, or releasing this frequency of invitation. Come, 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 beloved. Come. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. We release these sounds to all nations, all cultures, all languages, all religions, all traditions, all mythologies. Come, 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 come to the dance room with the presence of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We enjoy this moment. We dance with you, Father. And we dance with one and with others. One in each other. We embrace the spirit of harmony this morning. And from this vortex of this, the, the sounds of the table, we release these sounds all over the nations. For a new beginning, for a new day. Come, 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 beloved. I can see the, the colors of the atmosphere around the earth as if I was looking at the earth from the perspective of the stars. Beautiful colors. Especially I see like purples and different shades of purples and a little bit of pink, reds, orange. And I sense that the Lord is saying, I have called you to participate with me in bathing the earth with a love bath. And earlier I saw as if um, like, like muscles almost, you know, that have these ties that are holding things um, together. They're like little thin pieces and they're all just going let go of any holds, even tiny little holds, just to relax and be immersed and to be radiating his love throughout the earth.
I'm sensing the Lord wants to invite us into communion in this love pool. hard to describe what I what I see but I see the Lord and our focus on him and his love his love for us and as we focus intently on him and as he is seated in heavenly places and he lives in us and we live in him there's the coming together of what looks like the one new man into the one body and we are in that one new man with him to our body, the essence of oneness with you, Yeshua. process of, of chewing, the merging into one, Lord, we love you so much, we thank you so much for your love for us your sacrificial love for us and the freedom
freedom that you brought to us through your love, through your body. And Lord, we lift up your blood. Your living life that flows through us. We drink of your blood. And just as Susan had shared earlier, as your blood flows through our body again, just feel him calling us and I'm just going to speak it out we just speak to every cell in our body and say receive the blood of Jesus Christ let it permeate in every cell may every cell wall be open to receive his life and his love May every cell be set free because what Jesus set, sets free is free indeed. sense that um, the blood that is now immersed in our cells or that is immersing our cells is calling us inviting us to just spend a little bit of quiet time to receive
them like to share what they've been getting? I would love to share. As, we, as I was becoming still to let my body respond to the love of Jesus through communion, um, I got a picture of the Aurora Borealis being over all of us. I saw the dancing lights and I was like, Lord, what is that? And he said, it's my angels dancing over you. And then I saw a response first from our individual bodies, how our cells started to dance with as a response to, to the angels dancing. And then I saw us all as the body of Christ responding to the call of heaven and coming back with the earth responding with just for the glory of our wonderful Messiah. Wow. This whole last seven days, I've been with God in the, uh, in the Borealis, the Aurora Borealis, dancing with him in the colors and just letting the penetration of him into me. <laughs> I third that. <laughs> I was feeling, I was seeing the Aurora Borealis earlier during our ascension. Anyone else? Yeah. I asked the Lord about the Aurora Borealis because that's always been such a fascinating mystery. And, and he said, well, you all get to experience it now, even in the summer, because I think it's linked with cold. I'm not a scientist, but it says he's unlocking the mysteries of himself, the cosmos, to us and through us to the world. It, it, it just delights him so much to have us dancing in the heavenlies with him in all that light and glory and mystery. Anyone else before we transition without transitioning? <laughs> yeah. This is on YouTube, but also saw the earlier. Oh, yes. Yes, um, Bledsoe says he also saw the northern lights earlier on before the communion. so soothing peaceful oh, I think we need this kind of bath on a regular basis <laughs> yay so Beulah on Facebook has gold dust on her face hands and arms
in his peace and in his frequency, we are going to go ahead and move on to the talk on freedom. John? Oh, yes. That's awesome, John. <laughs> Have you had that on the whole time? No. <laughs> no, we just put it up. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, um, Tom, will you be joining us at the table? And Nolan? Yes. And would you like to join us? Marianne? And I know Leticia has a lot to say, too. <laughs> So while the musicians transition, <laughs> okay, all right. Um, thank you. Hi, Leticia. Go ahead. Excellent. If Tom moves around, yes. <laughs> we have musical chairs going on today. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So if you could put up the slide. Thank you. So starting from last week, we had such a great conversation about freedom. Um, it continued on into Wednesday when we had our, our family time. And I, I just wanted to start off by bringing up these two scriptures about freedom. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Oh, I got that earlier. I know that you are Abraham's seed, but you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. So I thought that was an interesting way of connecting the freedom that he gives us with his word actually having a place inside of us. And we're going to go into that a whole lot more, um, hopefully. <laughs> and then also, but he that receives seed unto the good ground is he that hears the word and understands it which also bears fruit and brings forth some a hundredfold, some 30, um, some 60, and some 30. So our freedom is the word stored inside of us that manifests in our life and into the world. Next slide. So how do we tell what's manifesting? How do we, you know, kind of get an idea of our freedom level that we're walking in? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. So there's discernment about what's actually stored in our heart, and when it comes out, we can see what what is actually stored in there. But those things which, which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile a man, potentially. So keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. So here we're, we're finding that in the Word of God, when we talk about freedom, it's connecting us with the condition of our heart and what's coming out of our heart. So good. 
Did you want to share anything about that? Um, it's well, it's just it's beautiful. It's powerful, and you know, and maybe it's even related to the verses before about hearing God's word. And I mean, you know, we know how the Bible talks about um, how God spoke the word in the beginning, and it went out into all of creation. And so I, I kind of I kind of get this idea, you know, like we we all we have His word inside of us already, but it's kind of just activating what we already have. And, you know, and even even tuning in, you know, maybe it's kind of like stored in our heart. And so it's kind of tuning in to really the true consciousness in our heart and, and um, learning to to listen to those instructions that God has put there. So so we can become, you know, more clean and and, you know, free of defilement and things like that. Right. And then that goes back to our ascension time, too, because he brought us into the pool of his love. And going back to Genesis with the brooding, you know, how he brooded over the waters. And here we were this morning, you know, bathed in his pool of love. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, next slide. So connecting the heart and the soul. So there are lots of scriptures about the heart. And um, I started putting them together and then I had to back off because there's just too many <laughs> to go and, and quote scriptures on. But there are some common things about connecting heart and soul, which is we are to keep our soul diligently. We're also to seek God with all our heart and all our soul. We are to turn and obey God with all our heart and all our soul. And we are to love God with all our heart and all our soul. And serve God with all our heart and all our soul. And these are just five points combining heart and soul. But if you look at the scriptures that back up these five points, you'll find that it's repeated so many times in, in his word. And so, so what's heart and what is soul? You know, maybe we already know it. I found that when I was going through this, that I had um, an adjustment in my perception of what they were. So next slide, please. Do that. Oh, yes, connecting the heart and mind, the thoughts and the imagination. So God looks at the imaginations of the thoughts of your heart. So that means that in your heart, there are imaginations and thoughts. And actually the thoughts lead, so the, the thoughts lead to the imaginations and they're all stored in the heart. And then there's scriptures that say to do what's in your heart and your mind. Hmm. Next slide. So look at, we're going to look at some definitions. The definition of the heart. So there's different words, but the one that God is talking to us about freedom is the um, transliterated leb. So that's a lamed and a bait. And if you look at what lamed means and you look at what bait means and you put that together, what it means is the shepherd of the house. So also that goes back to the scripture that talks about, you know, that we're supposed to be self-disciplined and we're supposed to um, check every thought and, and check your spirit and different things like that. So if we look at it from Strong's, it says the inner man, the mind, the will, the heart, and the understanding. 
And Webster says it's personality, disposition, the emotional or moral nature as distinguished from the intellectual nature. It's one's innermost character, feelings, or inclinations, the center or the innermost part. So we're not talking about um, the physical heart at this point. We're talking about the inner man and, and that we are, according to the living letters that speak so much more than what, you know, like uh, an English dictionary can speak, um, then we're talking about we need to be shepherds over our heart because as we saw earlier, that um, out of our heart comes the issues of life. And, right. and to be free, we need to store the word in our heart and meditate. So that's what manifests and not something else. So um, when I was going through different scriptures of the heart, oh my gosh, it's, it's a whole nother topic in itself because you guys don't have room for like 21 plus slides this morning. <laughs> but another time we can go over um, what the word says about our heart. But I'm going to just uh, summarize some of it by showing you this next slide where um, we're, it's a, a diagram. So basically, our heart is our innermost being. It's, it's who we are. It includes our mind. It includes our thoughts. It includes our emotions. It includes our imaginations, and, it, and also it affects the behaviors that come out of our life. So does anyone have anything they wanted to share about, you know, the interpretation of the heart? It's, yeah, it's, it's really powerful. It's, I love how, um, you know, how the ancient cultures had this, this understanding of, uh, you know, of our heart. And most, you know, in, in modern society, we just look at the heart like it's, oh, it's just your organ but I think even now we're, we're starting to kind of catch on because I know they've found like some type of neurons in the, the physical heart. And, uh, and I, I heard of a, um, a kind of a case where a, a man got a heart transplant and I think he was having dreams uh, of someone else's life or something like that. And so it's pretty intense. And they somehow got connected with the old family and they figured out that there was there was some kind of like, uh, yeah, connection going on there. And, um, yeah, and I've, I've heard that the, that the heart is basically a place where the physical and the spiritual meet. It's yeah. kind of like, yeah, where your soul and your spirit meet, or, you know, even where your garden and God's garden are, um, where they meet, where they connect. Right. Um, yeah, and it's, you know, it's, it's just, yeah, it's very beautiful to, to engage in that place. And, uh, you know, until it's, so you can work on the garden of your heart or, you know, there, there's so many ways that we can, um, we can use this knowledge to, to change our lives. Right. Yes. So, um, I always know that the heart is a place of encounter and is definitely, um, in um, book of Ecclesiastes, uh, says that God has been put the eternity has been placed the eternity on the heart of the men. So definitely the heart is a place where we storage, where God storage things. And it's also a place of encounter. So um, I was just um, having a meditation on the, uh, on the time that we did communion. And I went back to memories or one time I engaged Father, and I say I wanted to I wanted to engage the time when you create 
uh, our first fathers, you know, Adam, Adam and Eve. And it was so beautiful, beautiful what I, what I saw, what I understand. And I remember I saw that um, I was meditating on God create everything with the power of his worth. Everything. He just say things and things start manifesting. But man got created with his hands. Then I asked, Father, do you use any worth? to create the men. And he says, yes. And this is where the Genesis, the, the, the Bible says that God made the men in his image because he spoke one word. He spoke words. He says, I am. And that word that he spoke to the men is what it made, made the men come to the image of God. So that's the word that we store it in our heart. Wow. We always, I always says that we all have a, 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 a programming. We all know what is good and what is perfect and what is right and what is justice. Not because we, we, God has to speak every word and says, this is good or this is not. It's because we storage that work in us. I am. That's actually or, or the, the word of God that we storage in our heart. That's, that's the image we carry of him. And that's why Yeshua come and says he, he come to restore that our identity, our relationship. He wants to restore our editrance that we, in the beginning, since the beginning, he make us like him. I am that I am. So that's why he says if you want to see God, I am that I am. You see me. If you want to see God, look at your brother because he's the I am that I am. So that word storage in our heart. And that's where it come, you know, that's, that's, what, that's, when, that's when Yeshua came and, 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 and gave us his blood. So his blood actually has given that life to the, this fallen nature. So in our heart, like my husband says, or mine, or falling nature, or, or falling identity, will come and get restored to the original uh, state of I am. Mm -hmm. That's great. Good. That's what we want. We want the I am in us to manifest out because we're focusing our heart on what's stored inside of us. Right. Yeah, that's beautiful. So, so the other thing to look at is, well, what is soul? And I used to think that soul was mind, will, and emotions. I had heard that. But then when I went and I looked into it deeper, I found that it was not quite the same. Actually, your mind, will, and emotions are more of your inner man that's stored in your heart. So when you look at soul, uh, it, it, and, and when it's translated, it is nefesh. So that is a noon, a pay or, or fey, and a shin. And what, when you put those together, what it means, it's the seed of life that continues using the mouth to speak and eat. So it's a living being. So that's what soul is referring to, is soul is the living being, and heart is the inner man, all the things that are, that are not seen that manifest out. And then if you look at Strong's, um, and so there are different words in the Bible that mean soul. We're looking at the one that's related to the context that we're talking about. So that means it's soul, it's self, it's life, it's a creature, a person, a living being, an appetite, 
the mind, desire, passion, and emotion. So in Strong's, it's kind of including things that when you look at the word um, for, for heart, it's including things that, it, that um, heart, God talks about when he talks about the heart. But it also includes the soul, you know, the fact that we're, we are living beings. And then um, lastly, Webster's um, says that the soul is an immaterial essence, animating principle or actuating cause of an individual life. So again, we're back to soul is all about life. Um, it's a person's total self. They say it's the spiritual principle embodied in human, human beings or the universe. Well, that was, that was interesting mm -hmm. to see that. Did you have something you wanted to share about the soul? Tom? No. Uh -uh. Okay. Any, oh, Marianne. So those definitions that you gave, it's, I think it's interesting because they're all good, like life and living and um, passion, and that's all part of the soul. But if it's not connected to God, it goes astray. So that just kind of clicked for me. Thank you. Yes. And I would... Well, if we, if we had time to go into the other scriptures, we could go through them pretty quickly, but it compares, you know, like your heart. So the, um, just summarizing what I found in, in the hours that I was researching this was that your soul is that living being that manifests. It's manifesting something. So that's why his, his word is saying your, your heart and your soul. So what's in your heart is going to manifest out through your soul, through your living being. And is it going to be something that's good or is it going to be something that's bad? So they, they work together. It's really interesting. Yeah, I've heard the analogy of like a DVD player. You know, the soul's like a DVD player and it, you have to put the CD in of the spirit so that it can kind of play that, you know, that movie or, yeah, to, to put that out. And so it, you know, you can either put the CD in of the flesh or of the spirit, basically. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, you're right. It's actually uh, the soul without function uh, with the spirit. It definitely not manifests the life. Um, I, I believe they already connected, but we have a choice. You know, we have a choice of source from give my source from the material or give my source from the spiritual world. So I've been, I've been in, it's been a, a very interesting subject for me for many years. You know, the soul, mind, and spirit, how, how they function, how you make them, you know, like, like come in, 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 in harmony, you know, because eventually that's, that's the matureness. When we choose to really let our soul flow to the uh, from the government of a spirit, so I find out that uh, our spirit has will, but this will is what we call a worship, when it's already have a a, a pact, already have a relationship with Father, and already have a completely submission to be one with the Father. That's worship. Our spirit love and enjoy and live out of God's will. That's why Yeshua says, my breath, it's, it's do the will of my Father. That's exactly how our spirits feel. So when it's about will, our spirit is just like, I worship God. I'm worshiping my creation. I'm totally, I'm totally all right to do his will and, and walk with one with him. But our soul who doesn't know yet, 
you know, that's that they have a choice. Also, our body has a choice, right? So in our choice, you know, once we start letting the spirit take over, letting the spirit take over in many stuff, we start liking it because we like peace. We like joy. We like happiness. We like, we like to feel being safe. We like things being resolved. So, yeah, it's beautiful. It is. Yeah, so that's so good. So, um, like at first I thought in my earlier walk, I thought, okay, Old Testament has the laws for us to walk in. And then I started learning the Hebraic way of looking at things, looking at the Word. And what I realized, it's the Father's way of saying, this is the way of abundant life. To do, if you follow my ways, then it guarantees that all these beautiful things are going to happen like you were just talking about. You know, so if we don't look at it from like the Greek perspective, you know, what's law, you know, it's no, it's not that. It's like, hey, I want to show you how to have abundant life. Yay. Right. Amen. Right. Yes. I'll keep going. <laughs> okay. So um, our next slide is about the science of the heart. So there is a really great organization out there called heartmath.org, and they've been doing scientific research. And it just, you know, science is, is not the leader for us. God is the leader for us. And science finds out about God's principles, and then they start sharing it, and then you start finding out, oh, yes, well, God said that, and now they're finding it out scientifically. So heartmath.org um, is an organization that um, does research on the heart that explains the physical and energetic heart and how it plays an extraordinary role in our lives. Um, so much about that. The heart sends information to the brain that the brain, uh, more than the brain sends to the heart. So we think, oh, well, our brain is in control, but no, according to the way God created us and according to his word, our heart is a stronger emanation of our life, of the, even the frequencies, which we're gonna be getting into, because they're greatly into frequencies. Um, and one of the other notes is that not only does our, is our heart stronger than our mind, but our heart can boost our immunity. It can boost our immune system um, when we focus on positive emotions. But when we don't focus on, when we let those negative emotions come in, then it can cause damage to our body. So he's saying, you know, out of your heart flow the issues of life, and the issues of life are actually going to manifest in your soul, in your living body that eats and breathes and continues on. So it's really interesting. Yeah, it came to my memory couple of scriptures where Father, um, what Yeshua says, take care of your heart, because from your heart, living waters will start flowing. You know, when, and when he says, do not look for kingdom there and there and there, because the kingdom of heaven is in your heart. So it is definitely this place where heaven enter, with kingdom enter. This is the this is the place of a garden where where all heaven take place. It's beautiful. Yes. Did anybody else want to share anything about that? Yeah, I wanted to share something. I'm I'm really glad you you've done this research on this because I past few years was uh, studying the same stuff, and I was uh, studying on as a man thinks in his heart. And the word thinks is the word gateway. So that's a really interesting word. Wow. And I was trying to think, how is the word think gateway? 
But if you think about it, I just, just notes I did to myself is your mind or your thoughts are the gateway to your spirit and your body. So the way that, and, and the word uh, think, I just, I just started looking at the word think and it was like words like calculate, estimate, um, prejudices, all these different words that came up with, uh, that, that defined the word think. And then you relate to what this lovely lady was saying with the curly hair about how our, our heart and our mind is, is all connected. And so much of it is, um, it's a gateway. And if we don't really take control of our thoughts in a great way, in a very positive way, it will affect um, our body and affect our entire life. It's, it's, like our, it's like our heart, our mind, and our soul is all working with our mouth to bring forth life or to bring forth death. And you start looking at all these scriptures and they all interconnect life and death are the power of the mouth. Well, and what life and death are things that you think about. So it all connects with our heart and, and with the way that we calculate and, and uh, think. And it's a gateway. It's a gateway to everything. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for that. That's a great study. Thank you. I appreciate that talk about the gates because that's, you know, if you look at the Hebraic way, they were always meeting at the gates, you know, guarding the entrance. Yes. And then there's all these other gateways that they were, that we've, some people have heard of, you know, the gateway of first love and uh, right. different gateways in your spirit and different gateways in your soul and different gateways in your body. There's gateways are huge. I'm so glad you brought that up. And even when you think of like a shepherd, okay, so a shepherd is taking care of the flock, you know, and in, in the days there weren't, you know, like fences that kept them all in, but he'd take his rod and he'd make sure that everybody stayed. So he's kind of have a, he had a, uh, a visual gate, right? right? Making sure that everybody right. stayed together right. and that no wolves came in or lions or bears. Oh my. Maxine <laughs> yes. had something she wanted to share. Awesome. Go ahead, Maxine. All I was going to say was the same thing that she said, that the word thinketh is, acts as a gatekeeper of the heart. That's good. So thanks for sharing that. Thanks, Maxine. I had a question. So it kind of sounds like um, what's being said is um, God, the gateway kind of of your conscious and subconscious mind. Um, so if the flow we're trying to get to the conscious and subconscious mind is in the spirit, is the spirit flow, um, how is that different from trying to guard um, it from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Like, what does it look like to guard the gateway from the spirit versus from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? The, the word has a lot to say about that. Um, and I would love to be able to get into it. <laughs> but... Um, I don't know. Do you have something you wanted to share about that? Well, um, so you're basically asking, what is the difference between, you know, guarding your heart from, uh, you know, basically from the, from the spirit or guarding the heart in a way that's following the tree of knowledge of good and evil? Um, so, I mean, I guess it really just comes down to, you know, asking God and really, really submitting our life to God and doing things his way. You know, like, um, I, I don't know if I want to mention like specific things. I mean, you know, there's some people that might say like hypnotism is kind of like a way of man, 
but you know maybe or like a way of at, you know accessing the heart or I mean I kind of look at it like it's the subconscious you know the heart is a place where the conscious and subconscious meet and so you know what is a way of basically accessing that that space um, in the ways of God um, and so you know maybe God God would recommend oh we'll spend time in the garden with me and you know or guard guard your thoughts during the day instead of instead of kind of having to do this uh, you know seemingly kind of forceful thing of hypnotism or I mean I'm not saying I'm totally against that but <laughs> you know yeah just as, as an example um, I like to say that um, every action that you do every thought that comes through, through your mind you know every feeling like all you um, when it's not in sonship, in a relationship uh, of love with Father. It's from the tree of good and evil. Because it's your own thing, your own touch, your own feeling. You know what I'm saying? So um, everything that you do, you think, you, if you keep your heart connected to that love, you know, if you stay trust in that love, you know, love will perfect you. You know, even you do things that they're not right. But once you do things, trusting God, feeling his love, his love will perfect it. And his love will bring this conviction of this is not what you're supposed to do. You know, so it is very easy. It's very easy. If you really wanted to make sure you function from the tree of, of, from the tree of life, you have to make sure you stay in that relationship, in that sonship. You know, because many of actions and thoughts are coming out of our orphaned, our funity, like, you know, like I feel alone, I feel fear, I feel, you know, confused, that's, that's orphan, you know, but when you know that you know that you know that God is your father, that you're her daughter, that he loves you, that he's listening to you, that he's there, that he's in you, that he moves through you, that's the sonship. You know, and that's when you start like getting more in the tree of 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 of, of life. It also goes back to the word because you know our freedom comes from Yeshua, and His word should be living in us and should be manifesting out of us. So His word will tell us if we're operating in the tree of life or the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Have a, I have a short 30 seconds testimony. I was praying for this person who was going through a homosexual, you know, problem in his life. So when he was little, he got, um, you know, child molested. And so the wound, it was really deep in his heart. And he was for many, many years, um, like trying to be a good son, a, a good Christian, but that thing was so deep in him and he, he can't fix it. So he went through so much a process of healing, deliverance and everything, and nothing was changing his, 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 his personality, literally his mind, his heart. So he really come in this sonship. You know, so he started being homosexual under God's love. Okay, God loves me. I can do this. You know, God loves me. So he says that as deep as, as, deep as he's, he was in God's love, 
You know, he started like, oh, God loves me. It's okay that I'm that I'm homosexual, you know. So he says he start like, like literally living in that. So he says as much as deep, as much as deep he went into God's love, his love totally, totally restored his mind and heart. He doesn't know how, but he realizing that, no, this is not who I am. You know, so it really, it really happened what the Bible says. His love will perfect you. His love will cast everything out of you. It, it will clean all sins. You know, because once you start see his love and feel his love, that's actually the, 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 the tree of life inside of us already taking place. I was pondering concerning the the how love that the that love's ability to transform in relationship to this you know we have this this age change you know from uh, you know so this gets back to the Catherine Wang thing of you know that and and even Chris Carter about how you know in Abraham there was a there was a, a, a there was a shift of how people knew God. And then when Jesus came, that was an age change that shifted the understanding of who God was so that he started calling him, he's your father, not just he's not God, your Lord. So that brought a different relationship to be able to receive from God on a deeper way, a more expansive ability of love as a father loves a son. And then with his age change into Aquarius that Chris Carter has talked about, and it's in it's in you know it's it's written in the stars this this shift that the earth is going through of an age change every 2200 years where it goes into a different um, house you know whatever they call it, you know Masroth house um, that uh, that the Lord is wanting us to learn how to receive His love as a husband and the idea being that there's places in our heart that will stay locked until this deeper intimate love until we adjust or learn to uh, change how we relate to God so that he can even allow deeper levels of love to be, to go into our heart to unfreeze places that that are still frozen and that they can only be a, they can only be unfrozen by that type of an intimate love of a husband wife or a spousal love that the other loves can't completely unlock. Now I'm just wondering that that if that is part of this process. And so I was just, you know, wondering, pondering that. And uh, yeah, kind of going on on that subject. Um, you know, I've also thought that this this age that we're going in in the Maseroth, the age of Aquarius, that's that's the sign of the what the boy that's pouring out water, right, or the the man that's pouring out water. And, you know, so I've researched that some, and I, I've also heard that many, um, many ancient traditions, they look at water as a symbol of the mind. And so I, I really resonate with that also, that this is, um, you know, in, in addition to the other things that I've heard, like how this is a time when God is pouring out his glory and a time that we are engaging um, as the bride, but um, also a time that we're changing the way that we think. And so, you know, it would, it would kind of, um, all those things are related. We really have to change the way that we think, the way that we identify ourselves, which, you know, would in turn 
change the way that we are growing the garden of our heart and change, you know, change our subconscious. And so it's a, it's a pretty deep thing. You know, we really have to think about, um, who are we in our relationship with God? Uh, yeah. Are we the bride, you know, or are we just, um, thinking of ourselves as a servant or, or a son or, you know, just, just some guy that Jesus saved and, and we're just sinners, you know, just sinners or, I mean, there, there, you know, there's so many ways that we can think of ourselves, and, and, uh, you know, really from what I've seen, it's, it's very powerful, um, to just examine what, what are the, the deep roots that are in our heart? You know, what, what are these fountains that are springing up in our lives and, and, you know, how can we change those things and, and really begin to, uh, yet to start to do the greater works. Yeah, that's so good. And so, um, speaking of water, so frequencies, you know, come out, uh, are stored in water. And so I just want to go back over to heart math and to the point where it, it brings us back into the water. Thank you. Um, so on this slide, um, heart math has found out that your heart emits an electromagnetic field that changes according to your emotions. So you can see that picture there you know, where the heart is and how there's this field is just emanating these frequencies that are coming um, outside of your body. And they can even measure them. So as I said there, the human's heart mag heart's magnetic field can be measured several feet away from the body. And it can even be measured around the earth. They have these um, satellite type of places where they pick up um, the frequencies of the heart around the world and they're measuring them to find out, you know, what is the heart coherence of these different areas. And so if you imagine, you know, like, okay, so we've been in COVID, you know, the COVID pandemic for over a year now, what's changed? Now, I haven't done that research. I want to do that research. But you can imagine with all the things that we hear in the news that it's it's not a good switch. But we have we are entering into this age, you know, where the water is being poured out. So whatever is stored in our bodies um, are like over 85% water. So What's stored in our heart is being stored in this water that's radiating outside of us, and it can be measurable, you know, from the atmosphere looking down into the earth to find out what's what kind of water frequencies are happening around the earth, right? And we're supposed, we are sons of God, and we are called to be change agents to bring his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. So, you know, it's really helpful to know what's in our heart, you know, is the word in our heart, what's manifesting, what are the frequencies that are radiating. And if you've ever walked into a room, you know, where you're just like, something's not right here, you know, I, something doesn't feel right. I can remember one time I had gotten in a car accident when I was a teenager and I walked into the door and my mom knew something was wrong. She went searching for me because she knew something was, I had totaled this little Volkswagen bug, totally, it was a miracle I survived, but wow. um, she knew that something was wrong and I didn't say a word. I just opened the door, closed the door, walked down the hall and she was meeting me. What's going on? That's just one of many examples. You know, you could be in a room and you, you feel the love, you could be in a room, it's like, oh, there's tension here, you know, that type of thing. So just for us to be aware that this is going on and we can feel it and that it can help us with our discernment, whether it's in our own body or whether it's in, you know, the atmosphere in an area where we are. 
Um, so as it says on that last slide, the last bullet, um, others can pick on up on the quality of our emotions through the electromagnetic energy radiating from our heart. They are frequency waves. Um, and that gets also into intention, you know. So if you have an intention in your heart, people can pick up on your intention. And I wanted to get to water because then I think the next slide talks about water, but does anyone have any anything they'd like to share about this topic? Because I think it's like really huge. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. Um, it come to my mind the uh, 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 scripture on Romans eight nineteen, where it says that the whole creation is expecting the uh, manifestation of the glory of God through the sons. So when we breathe, when we walk in. Everywhere we're going, you know, we're making this, this sound of, I am. You know, we sounds like, we sounds like the, the creator. Breathing God's exactly. Name. We're breathing God's name, you know, our frequency, it's in our spirit. That's what it is. Our breath. Yahe, bahe. It's the I am. So the, the, the earth, the creation, what look at us and like, you know, it's expecting the us will release the heavenly frequency, is what she says. So we have we have the the presence, but we haven't we haven't manifest the the frequency. It makes sense. So yeah, you're right. When you start, um, I literally um, having harmony your your heart, uh, your soul, and your spirit. You know, when this the, all this communion, all this this unity, then you start vibrating, has has heaven, you know, and this this is what our, our uh, the, the creation expecting that we vibrate has has the same as resonating the sense feels in heaven, the same that feels the glory of God. That's good. So, um, Marianne. I was engaging with my ministering angels this week, and I just, I had this sense that there was this angel of blue light that um, actually at the very center of it was like a very tiny angel. And when I asked what its purpose was, it said to come to minister to the water in my body. And so it's just interesting because I, you know, the more and more I'm just thinking about what I'm radiating out into my life. I want that flow, I, you know, and so I think there's different ways we can engage with our angels to help us with that too. And um, so, and then another thing I encountered this week, so I was like in this really stressful situation and, you know, just triggers and things were coming up. And I just took a moment, got away, looked into the face of God, and he just pulled me into this dance I felt like, and we were talking about the perichoresis today, and um, I just felt this peace, you know, come over me. So just little things more and more when we encounter, I think it's just reprogramming everything that we've experienced in life. And so, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. And speaking of reprogramming and then uh, the gateways, right, Be being... Um, having a guard at the gates to know. I, I had a situation like that this week too. And what I realized is that it is so important to be that gatekeeper of what's going on. You know, sometimes, um, especially with, you know, things that have happened in this last year, you can have things that go on that affect you even taking care of you. 
because we need to take care of us so that our the our heart is in a good place. You know, one of the scriptures are to you know guard your heart with all diligence, right? So that um, we don't have any bad issues. We want to be His light. We want to be His glory. I mean, so thankful for what we had this morning. You know, to just be in his pool of love and to have his frequencies of love come into the waters and affect our waters. And it gets back into like tuning forks, right? That if you have two frequencies going on, then the stronger frequency will change the weaker frequency to align with it so that they come into alignment. I think you talked about that last week, right, Marianne? And um, so we need to be the gatekeepers. And if we start to feel like, you know, hey, I have some issues going on. Um, I'm starting to, to see some things. Then we need to just steal away and be with the Lord and let him, you know, like bathe us in his love and his ways and his word so that we can not align with negative frequencies. Because once you start aligning with an, any frequency, whether it's negative or positive, then the more you focus on that, then the more it manifests and it, it gains momentum. So if there's a negative frequency that's going on and you stay focused on that negative frequency, you're going to have a negative thing manifest in your life. And so guard your heart with all diligence. So, you know, may we be more aware to know what's going on within our bodies or within the atmosphere. You know, we walk into the room and if we feel there's tension in the room, then we need to be sons that says, okay, we don't want this tension to continue. We want to be a change agent to bring about, you know, God's word. And then that goes back to what you're saying about how to know if you're being in the tree of life. Well, we have the source inside of us, right? His word is living in us. It's always available. The Holy Spirit will quicken our spirit to know what we need to bring up at a certain point, including, you know, the, the tutors and governors, the seven spirits of God, so that we can say, oh, okay, I walked into this room. There's tension. I need to understand by the spirit, you know, what is the, what is the need that, that is going on and how can I co-create with God to bring about that frequency? Or if it's in me, you know, like, okay, well, I need to take some time away because otherwise if I stay with this frequency, I'm going to manifest something that's not going to be pleasing to God. I need this quality time to find out how do I readjust and bring about positive frequencies. Did if anyone... I could interject. Yay. Go ahead, Maxine. Uh, on, on Sunday nights, uh, John has a meeting and we, well, he hosts a meeting and we invariably go to the pool of love. God showed us that quite a while ago. And what we have done is we have enjoyed all of the, the different things that go on, but he has showed us to bring other people that we love and some of them we actually have had problems with in our life and take them into the pool of his love and let his love work on them rather than us dominating and saying, God do this, God do that, because he needs, well, they need his love and he works out so much better than what we do. That's so good. 
we were, uh, I don't know where I heard this recently, but it goes right along with what you were saying, Maxine, where um, somebody was, um, were you saying it? Anyway, somebody was having a, um, a health issue and it looked like they were not going to live. And so some people have um, gathered together and they just focused their intention on this person and they sent, they just focused and they brought all their love to that person. And that person received, they, instead of, you know, like, okay, it's my last breath. No, she's, she sat up and the, the doctors in the room said, you're not supposed to do that. They were ready to like sign death papers. You know, when, when do you want us to pull the plug? And instead she sat up, she received frequencies of love from a group of people who intentionally sent that love to that person. It was awesome. I think it might've been Yana and Darla. It was. Was it? Yeah. yeah. So, um, in uh, Book of Revelation, um, says that God uh, is sitting in his throne and rivers are come out of his feet, you know. So those are the rivers that um, Yeshua asks us, you know, when he says that he wants to connect us, you know, and he wants to sit us, he came to sit us in heavenly places. It's one of uh, Father designs in our heart. Or heart, um, it's 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 made to be connected with that uh, 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 with those rivers, and those rivers should flow out of our heart, and that's why he says that from all, from our heart will flow living waters. So that's that's what we we need to connect in our waters, you know. So those rivers represent every single facet of God's personality. Every single goodness, kindness, patience, you know, mercy, uh, justice, like all the rivers must flow inside of us. So I love, um, I learn a lot from one activation that Mike Parsons has in his program, and it's called, uh, um, uh, uh, what was that? What, meditation Yeah, meditation for rest. So he's basically teach you how open your first love, which is your your first you you gate of first love, your heart. Then you you literally see this, these rivers start getting into you. You literally start engaging all your feelings. So he's taking you and inviting you to literally start connecting your feelings, and you start feeling love and accepted and protected and 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 you know like so beautiful but then one those 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 uh, rivers are connecting to your waters he's teaching you how to release those waters those waters out out of you you know literally to see um, these rivers like come to your room, your kitchen, and then going to your family, to your city, to your nation, and it's beautiful. And all that we've been talking about is just basically that. We need to connect to those rivers. We need to engage with those rivers in our own waters. Once we have in our own waters, we'll have God's uh, personality, you know, in us, manifesting in us, resting in that, in those rivers, and His presence, and His his being, then we'll flow, we'll vibrate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think um, I think a lot of times we kind of disqualify ourselves from from the kingdom because we're you know we're not moving in love, we're not moving in in these uh, emotions that that God you know wants us to walk in, and so we'll be engaging you know in ascension. But oh, if we don't feel this love, or we don't feel like we're accepted or pure with God. You know, we might we might not have access to these certain dimensions that he wants us to walk in. So I think all of these things are, yeah, they're wonderful keys that, you know, they, they're so multi, you know, multifaceted, multifold in their purpose. And uh, yeah, they're, they're very beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's great. So um, before we go, because we're, we're getting close to our time right now, I wanted to just go through this this uh, next slide. Um, so we talked about how we're moving into a new age, the, the age of Aquarius, which is the water pouring out and how there's so much water that's inside of us and how science is, you know, science is changing. So before we had the Newtonian physics and they, they wanted to know, is this the answer of, to everything? Um, Newtonian physics, they dealt with things that are large that you can see and that they assume that there was a direct connection between cause and effect. Well, now science is is understanding more, let me say, they're understanding more about how God created um, everything. And they're being able to see this quantum physics stuff. And people around the world, no matter their faith, are they're opening up to this revelation that God is opening um, about how there are tiny things that, that are going on that we can't even see. There are things like the frequency waves and that they exist everywhere. And it even describes, you know, like the subcomponents of atoms all the way down, you know, quarks and strings and all these things. <laughs> And so that's where we're, we're coming. We're, we're getting greater revelation scientifically. We're getting greater revelation spiritually. We're coming into a new age. And for us to know that we have, you know, we need, we want freedom. We want the world to have freedom. We want them all to know the Lord and that we need to store his word in our heart, that we need to be aware that we're going to radiate the frequencies that are stored in our heart. Our actions are going to come, are going to flow out of it. And there, there's these new things for us to learn that even science is learning and God is opening up that things that we don't see are having a big, big impact. And so um, I just wanted to leave us with that last slide just to say, wow, there's so much more. Let's go be like kings who go and search out a matter. You know, God's hiding things, but then now it's time to start revealing them. So we can just go in that direction and say, well, show me more, Lord. How can I be um, someone who can sense and discern what's going on in my area, in my you know, in the atmosphere, and how can I be a change agent? How can I be a co-creator with you to change the environment, to bring, to find out what people need and help them come into that place? So like so many times, you know, I've seen people who think that they have everything met in their life and they don't need God. Well, now the world is opening up their need muscle and they need things and God is the answer, and he wants to equip us to be those who co-create with him to help, you know, find this place where people's hearts are open now, you know? Right. Yes. So does anyone want to share anything more? 
Um, well, I, I think there's at least one movie or maybe two called What the Bleep Do We Know? Have, has any, have any of you guys seen that? I've seen that title. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. And so it talks a lot about these ideas of like quantum physics or kind of a lot of these things that we know in science um, that I guess, I mean, you know, it's, it's starting to get out to the general population, but I guess a lot of people don't know it. But it is kind of this strange connection between like science and spirituality you know, like Jesus, you know, uh, 2,000 years ago, um, you know, he said that if you have faith, you could move a mountain into the sea or, you know, like with faith, all things are possible. And then, and then we'll see like these tests where they like send an electron through a, like, I think they call it the double slit test. And when you look at it, the electron only goes in one place. You know, it's kind of like you have faith that it is one in one place, so it only goes in one. But then when they're actually not observing the experiment, it acts like a wave. And so it goes through both of the slits at the same time. And uh, so it's, it's pretty weird. So they're finding out that it, an electron behaves as a, par as a wave and a particle, depending on if it's observed. And um, so, I mean, that, you know, that really impacted me. I've, it's always, um, well, I remember back to uh, to when I was first reading the Bible, and you know, I remember reading that verse, and it just it hit me so hard. I was like, man, I've I've read so many sacred texts, I've read about Buddha and all this different stuff, but I've never heard. I mean, when just when Jesus says that, if you have faith, all things are possible. If you or if you have faith and no doubt in your heart, you can tell a mountain to move into the sea, and it'll be done for you. And I was like, wow, this, I mean, this must be the son of God. I've never heard anything like this. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why it was that verse, you know, but it was just, it resonated with me so strongly. And see, so, yeah, I just think it's so cool that really science is, is kind of starting to discover that that's true, it, you know, at least in, in, on this very small scale. That's really great. Well, when people on Zoom are wanting to know the title of that book again, if you could uh, repeat it. Um, I, what, I believe it's a movie. It's called What the Bleep Do We Know? <laughs> um, yeah. Is it on YouTube, do you know? Or? I believe it Thank is you. on YouTube. Yeah, I think there's a sequel to it also. That's great. Anybody else? Well, thank you so much. Uh, Mick? Oh, uh, um, yeah, I was just going to say, along that line, there was something I saw. Um, I think it might have been Don Keithley's website, but somebody um, made a post on there, and they said that the word abracadabra is a Hebrew word, and it means I shall, I shall have what I speak. And uh, just to support that, apparently the Aramaic says avracadabra with a V instead of a B. So the Aramaic says the same thing, um, but the translation was slightly different, but it is the same thing. You know, um, whatever I say I, will come to pass. Wow. Yeah, that gets into the intentions of our heart and how, you know, like the experiment that I've, I've seen the same one. Um, if, if you have an intention, it's going to set some, set out the frequencies and it's going to draw, you know, the end result to you because, um, we have faith for it. Right. We have faith and our intention. And the other part is about coherence. We never really got into heart coherence, but just a quick one on that, that if your mind thinks one thing and your heart is 
is thinking something else and they're not in agreement, it, they're going to cancel each other out. Mm -hmm. And it actually causes these frequencies in your body that, um, oh, do we have, maybe we could just go there real quickly. The next slide? Is it on the next slide? Yes. So when the heart and mind are in agreement, you have heart coherence. And heart coherence is what the Bible calls having integrity of the heart. If you look at that word integrity um, in the scripture, you'll find out it means like your whole heart is believing this thing. And so when your whole heart agrees, you can see on the, the right side, I think it might be right for you guys, it has like smooth waves that go down. That is heart coherence. It's like my mind and my heart are in agreement. And especially, you know, when, when we're in a, it's an image of God, of what he put in our heart. So that's when things go well, our heart, our, our body is happy. And the other side is when your heart and your mind differ, then the frequencies are really jagged. They're, it's not good. It causes your body to, um, to go into dis-ease. Um, and so what we think and what we feel in our heart is so important. I hope I'm, I didn't open the door too quickly at the end. Uh, and then one more from there. Okay. And so this is an example of the frequencies that you can see. So you can see that frustration has these jagged lines where if you have um, something like appreciation, then there's smooth lines. And at heartmath.org, there's devices that you can get. Um, Marianne and I and Tom have this device where you can actually attach it to your earlobe and you have this app on your phone and it reads your heart coherence. And so you can see, like you can think about something that's negative and it will show you, you'll have these jagged lines in your, in your frequency, your heart coherence, mind and body are not in alignment. And then you can think of something else and then you can see the lines change. And it's actually, we used it as a tool um, it's a great tool to get in touch with your body and your heart and your mind to find out, well, you know, hey, what's going on and how does this work? It's, you know, a practical thing. So in this slide, um, it shows that negative emotions can create a nervous system um, chaos in your body and positive emotions, they bring healing and, you know, peace. Um, and that positive emotions can increase the brain's ability to make good decisions, which we need to do as gatekeepers and manifestors of God's word stored in our heart. And then um, did you someone have time for, uh, to entertain two questions? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, uh, Otto and Hannah. Um, I just uh, during this whole uh, time during worship, I've been drawing so I'm only half listening to you and I'm drawing and my picture that I got is a heart that is uh, affecting the waters and then the waters go through and affect everything else so that's basically what my picture is and that was it was all developing but it was happening uh, during worship and then during the talk, and then I just filled in, darkened in the details as I went along. That's great. But it's the heart is affecting the waters, and then the waters affect everything. That's great. Can we see it? Can we see I your picture? <laughs> awesome. Nice. <laughs> yes. Very cool. It's like the heart map. Very nice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Next was Elizabeth. Thanks, John. 
Hi, Elizabeth. You can share now. You may still be Elizabeth. Uh, you may still be muted, Elizabeth. No, we're unable to hear you. So maybe in the after session, we can work on that. Yeah, that would be great. All right. So um, I think we're going to go ahead and close unless anyone else has anything. It's been a pleasure talking with you guys, uh, you know, on this topic today. And I appreciate all your inputs. And I hope that you will um, pursue more and find out um, how God wants to use you to change the frequencies, you know, within you and the, the area that you live in and the people that you walk around, um, how to be co-creators with him. Mm -hmm. And also, I, I wanted to uh, just mention that uh, some other time I wanted to go through the, all the scriptures that I was um, summarizing about the conditions of the heart and how to know, you know, like what God says what's good for your heart, what's bad for your heart, how he speaks to our heart, different things like that. So for a future time. And so if you um, are on Zoom, if you can hang out with John and Evelyn, that'd be awesome. Thank you, John, for being, and Evelyn for being our hosts. And uh, that's awesome. And we're going to proceed on and have more fellowship over here. Thank you so much. All right. Bless you guys. Blessings. Blessings. Happy Sunday. Thank you. God bless you. That was great.